Bruising Banner Podcast. Banner Podcast. Bruising Banner Podcast. What up, what up, what up? Welcome to Bruising Banner Podcast. I am your host, Rob G. And with me, as always, is the legendary Brew Crew. What up, fellas? I got water, I got, you know, juice or whatever. He's like, y'all need twin legs? <laughs> as a matter of fact, I do. to everybody is, does Delaware have an actual culture? This is the podcast that we talk about beer, but we also talk about a lot of things that's happening in the world. Politics, movies, anything really that comes to our mind while we're here. Sampling these brews. Grab a drink and pull up a chair. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah. You gotta let y'all follow me what I'm doing right here, man. Like when I say this shit is crazy, I don't mean it's crazy like crazy. I just mean crazy like it's fucking it's actually crazy. Yeah, seems like I always had crushes on chicks I couldn't have. And then I end up fucking with someone I shouldn't have. See in my mind it's like I'm perfect for it. I gotta show it. Them first two bars is heavy. <laughs> I mean that the warm up, the warm up is dope. I know people like Friday Night yeah. Lights, but the warm up yeah. is uh, it's probably it's my favorite J Cole mixtape. Yeah. But whatever. Uh, what up? What up? What up? <laughs> Welcome to Bruising Banter Podcast. With the topic is the rock and the crew. Well, that be the fuel, and I'm your host Rob G. And with me, as always, the legendary Brew Crew. What's going on, fellas? What up? Uh, what is going on, everybody? Uh, somebody's uh, somebody's pour was great. Did you just hear that? <laughs> it was that loud nitro, loud that nitro baby. It's that nitro baby. Yeah, that it was so loud. Was, it was like, yeah. <laughs> you know how that nitro be opening up. Uh, mm-hmm. This Yo, is that uh, sound like it was like uh, an eighteen gallon. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it was he right on the mic. Right, too, my, he went right yeah. on there. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead and that take was, that's a that drop. Was, that could be a drop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is episode 109 of Bruising Banter Podcast. Uh, this is volume some of our social distancing series. <laughs> 67. <laughs> what did you say, 67? It ain't that high. I don't think. Yeah. This has been doing this for a long. It's been doing it more than half the pod, I think. Yeah. Well, I don't know about half the pod, but we've been doing this since the pandemic. So yeah, I guess that is about half the pod, two years. Yeah, right, man. Uh, this is episode 109, like I said, so we do have uh, some special guests with us today. We have the fellas from draft season with us. How are you today? Good, fellas. Good, yeah. fellas. Yeah. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you for coming. And it's, it's, Love I, mean, the- I know y'all, you, 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 you sound like a well-traveled brother. We know how it's supposed to sound when you're in the UK, but it is drought season. So Drought, yeah. Drought season. Drought season. What, yeah. what do you say, draft? I said, said draft. Well, that's because that's that's how it's pronounced in the UK. Like, for it? even though oh. it looks like drought, it's drought. Really? See, I knew this was. I knew Rob G was going to I wasn't going to correct him. I knew he was. So wait, so, 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 wait, so I'm dumb. I'm dumber than the motherfucker then, because I sure enough. <laughs> you know what's funny though? It never been drought. You know what's funny because I I thought it was drought season, but then I heard somebody say it as draft season. So I was like, oh wait a minute, maybe I'm wrong. And then I read that UK said it as uh, drafts. So I was like, oh, drafts. Oh. So I actually corrected myself because I thought I was wrong. So I'm not that well traveled. Hip hop is full of double entendres. Here we go. Here's so you're not that well traveled. Exactly. Uh, all right. So, it, so drought season is with yes, us sir. today. It's upon us. For the our UK people, draft. 
Welcome. <laughs> Good representation of the brand with the t-shirt. And I'm yeah. loving the Beer Black History hat, brothers. Yes, sir. Yeah, welcome, beer is welcome, black history. That's, that is dope. That's really yeah, dope. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. yeah. Thank you guys uh, for coming on. Yeah. Now, before we get into it, uh, we always like to know what people are drinking today. And we always start with our guests. So, what are we drinking today? Uh, I don't know who wants to start. Ken, Kevin, you want to start? Or? Yeah, I'll start. Um, I'm drinking a uh, Terrapin Vanilla Chai Latte Wake and Bake um, Coffee Oatmeal Imperial Stout for a mouthful this morning. I figure since it was more time, <laughs> mm -hmm. we should have that. It's from the 2020 Reserve. For those in Atlanta, they may know that Terrapin always drops. They used to have the wax tops on them. They would drop mm. them oh, into yeah. the cans. And this is part of that. It's the delicious stout. Um, I'm a stout man, so I felt it was perfect to uh, start the morning off. Well, it's afternoon, but started yeah. off early with um, a little oatmeal stout game. Yeah, yeah nice. Ears. Ears. Perfect. Ears. What's, <laughs> the, uh, what's the IPA on that? You ABV. mean the ABV? Oh, the, the ABV. ABV. The ABV. Yeah, sorry. We're coming in. We're coming in heavy at 9.4. Uh, yeah. Oh, my God. The, the IPA Yoda is stout. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I bet the ABV jerks. <laughs> Brandon, what you drinking, I'm, on, bro? I'm drinking this. This black is beautiful from mm. RG. 8.5% Imperial Stout out of the uh, the drought season okay. jobs where they're, you know, always cross-branding. Yes. <laughs> nice. nice. You don't get this nice. product placement. Yes, <laughs> right, right. That's right. Nothing wrong with that. That's all about. That's the whole point, yeah. Yep. That's beautiful. Man. Cheers, um, fella. What's the, uh, what's the IPA on that one, Brendan? ABV. <laughs> <laughs> I know that. that is, that's what it is. That's what it is for the rest of the episode. It's uh, 8.5%. 8. Okay. Hovering yeah. right. right. high. Don't come with no, that. Don't come you, with didn't mention, you didn't mention it, but what, where's uh, the brewery? Always go, we always go heavy with it. We always go heavy with it. Oh, where's, that, where's that from? Where's that? In Atlanta. Arch in Atlanta. Atlanta, Georgia. 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 That's Washington. the brewery that... um. The Nappy Roots did that uh, Kentucky Mud with. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Much more familiar now. Thank you. Nice. <laughs> uh, nice. Lou, what you drinking on? Uh, since I had the heavy pour, uh, I went to Left Hand out of Longmont, Colorado. They have a nitro milk stout. It's called America Stout. Uh, it is 6% alcohol by volume. I apologize, guys. Um, so it's uh it's drought season and stout season. I need to go get a stout. Hey, hey. I, I don't got a stout. <laughs> I was great. Well, at least, at least I was like, I ain't ready for that. We fifty percent in. Uh, super smooth with soft roastiness and mocha notes. Twenty five IBUs, good to go from the can, but like a pro, in a glass. Cheers. There it is. There you go. That's what it says on right. the can. That's what it says on the can. Yeah. Uh, Yo, pass me the rock. Hey, pass me another one. I got you. Uh, Deb, what you drinking? Uh, I'm actually drinking uh, a, a hazy IPA satellite. I know you got an IPA. Satellite stripper. Mm -hmm. This is uh, uh, just in, in, in a celebration of Black History Month. I went with uh, Kev's, Kev the Brewer out of uh, Union Craft Brewing in Baltimore, Maryland. Shout out to Kev. This one is a 7.5 um, ABV. And hey, look, the artwork is dope. I like, I like it. I like that artwork on there. And um, hey, it just says keep cold, drink fresh. 
and it's a pass me another for me. All right, yo, what you drinking now? Yo, because I've been drinking like liquor in the past couple of days, I just be <laughs> I, when I grab a beer, I've been drinking my sweet shit. So today I got a smoothie John, mm. from Imprint. Um, oh, nice. Their Kara Kara orange coconut strawberry. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's it's of course real real sweet, but you know I don't really remember what the ABV is on. I mean, yeah, the ABV on here is because they never the put ABV. Them, the ABV is fruit. I, I think that's it. it's <laughs> yeah, yeah, like I think it's like six, like five. I think it's like yeah, like five oh, or six. That's pretty decent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this is mm-hmm. what it looks like. The pour looks like you know that shit just looks like mm-hmm. just that looks milk. Good. Like, Okay, chocolate Jeez. milk. I'm in uh, yeah, strawberry yeah, milk. Yeah, like, like strawberry yeah. milk. <laughs> you can't even see my black is beautiful. Nah, it just looks like a regular <laughs> old plastic. There you go. There, there, there you go. There you go. There you go. Couldn't see it because it was back. Yeah, yeah, you couldn't see the fist. My fist. It's a fist. Oh, okay. With the, with the Yoda, yeah. so quick question. Where do, where, do you, where do you usually get your um imprint cans Yo, from? Because I was in. Man, I used to remember I used to take that trip up the home PA. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got this from uh from Creston's. You did get it from Crescens? Okay. Because mm-hmm. I was just in um, Empire, and they were like, oh, man, we can't keep them on the shelf. As soon as we get them, they sell they're out. Not in the, um, they're not in the Crescens in Middletown. They're in the one in Wilmington only. Wilmington, yeah. Yeah, the one, okay. in, the one in uh, Middletown, it wasn't there when we was there. I don't know because yeah. closer. I don't know. I, don't know. I, I think Crescens just get what they get. Like They don't have mm-hmm. no rhyme or reason. They just <laughs> take the beer. Oh, hey, Rob. Rob. Uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sirs. <laughs> One, two, three. What are you drinking? <laughs> what, what you drinking, yo? I'm actually drinking uh, uh, the Julius, uh, the Julius from uh, the Tree Treehouse Brewing Company right there. It is a um, IPA, mm. 6.8%. Uh, <laughs> it is definitely, definitely hazy because you can't see nothing mm. through that glass. Uh, and I got it in my yeah, that is haze. Oh. black brew culture uh, glass as well. There you go, nice and whole lot of haze, whole lot of haze. Definitely juicy. Um, yeah, I think it's one of their flagship joints that people run up and go get all the time at um, Treehouse. So uh, okay, okay. Uh, cool. So cheers to everybody. Um, Word. All right, sounds like everybody drinking something uh, great. Uh, so, but this is episode one hundred and nine, and we do have. Uh, Draft season here, so we want to know all about what draft season is doing, uh, how they got started. Uh, so, uh, welcome again, and the floor is yours. Welcome, uh, welcome a little bit to the there, but yeah, so drought season, um, essentially, we got started in September of last year. We have a crew here in Atlanta, brothers that, that drink beer called Brew Tang, it's just like our little thing or whatnot. I like that, nice, that's dope. Yeah, we so shout out to all the fellas. Um, so we basically were like, man, we're all you know pretty pretty fashion forward dudes and whatnot, and and we didn't see any lifestyle brand that represented cool people that like to drink craft beer. Like with mm-hmm. the exception of, of breweries having their own gear, which sometimes is good, sometimes it's not. There wasn't anybody really really tackling that area, so. Instead of complaining about it and continuing the search, we just created something. So we we started last year, and it's it's a startup type situation. So you know we're learning on the fly, but it, it it's been pretty good so far. The reception has been pretty dope, so we can't complain. Mm-hmm. So like, what's your what's your background? Like, you got background in like 
graphic designs or something like yeah. that? Not at all, man. Shout out to uh to our homie Sean Fallion who who's designed you know the bulk of the the, the shirts and, and different merch that we put out, who's an amazing DJ, solid guy, up and coming mm -hmm. guru lover. We we getting him out of his, uh, <laughs> yeah, we, 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 we we getting him out of his his uh yeah. his high life. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, so you know, we we partner with Sean on a, on a few things, man. But I, I'm I come from that lifestyle world. Like I was, I know J Rod through my days at Double XL. I was a lifestyle mm -hmm. editor at Double XL for some years. I've covered fashion and streetwear and sneakers and tech and all kind of stuff for a bunch of different outlets over the years. Um, and I just, you know, I, I love beer, you know. Mm -hmm. and, Kev is, right. is is my partner, man, and he, you know, he comes with what he comes with, and we just put it together. But I'll let him speak on that. Yeah. So my background is nothing remotely close to any of this. Um, my background is in consulting and insurance. Um, I've, you know, had some stints here working with some design, but for the most part, I've taken my consulting and um, just my passion for the craft and what I've been learning on the fly. And applying it to um, what we've been building, and to Brandon's point, we've been uh, fortunately successful to start a business. Where um, uh, Brandon said it on the last podcast, I thought he hit it on the head. We're building a plane in the air, so you know mm -hmm. that's pretty much mm -hmm. what we're yeah. trying to do to figure this out. So as you can imagine, there's times where we make decisions and they hit on the head. And there's times we make decisions that we should have better. Um, we're enjoying it. Sometimes we argue, but you know what I mean? It's just how it goes as you're building, you know. But um that's mm -hmm. my brother and you know, I mean we're figuring it out together. So you know you mm -hmm. can't have it any better than that. Yeah, that's good. I heard that. Let's no, no. go ahead, right? No, you got it. Now I was gonna say, like what 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 has been the hardest part for y'all right now? Um, for me. The hardest part is just raising brand awareness. Anytime you're you're doing something that, to my knowledge, people haven't done on this level, uh, it, it's just an uphill climb. Like you got to get people comfortable with what you're doing and um, getting them to buy in. And thus far, like the people we have touched have been super into it. We've gotten support from the the local beer community. Really, we've gotten support from breweries across the country. Um, yes. And you know, it's it's that's really the hardest thing. Like, it's not like we're coming in and you know doing a beer or coming in and doing you know right. a t-shirt or khakis or something that everybody has at the crib. Like, we're doing something somewhat different. Uh, that, that's kind of been the hardest part, raising brand awareness. But you know, it, it'll get there. We we're not even really barely six months in. Yeah. Right. Right, so I so, saw I saw you wearing the uh, the beer is Black History. So that that that's the collection that is out now. Can you tell us about yeah. how, like how that jumped off and how that started? Sure. So me and Kev was sitting down talking like we want to do something for for Black History Month, um, just something that, that shines the light on the history of beer in the world. Which I mean, as we all probably saw that beer advocate uh, article yesterday and and the, the feedback. From that, that from you know some of some of the the, the less than intelligent folks that uh, follow beer advocates, <laughs> it's like fam, like you talking to all of this this crap about how well maybe black people this, maybe black people that. Like let's let's take it all the way back to the beginning. Let's take it to <clears throat> black Americans. Like this is our shit. 
You know what right. I mean? Right. At right. the end of the day, like our ancestors or who not only right. created the first beer recipes, but also created the business model that a lot of these people follow today. Yep. So it's like, yeah, we may not make up a lot of the uh, the the brewery, you know, the numbers, the percentages of black owned breweries and black owned brewers in this country. But at the end of the day, you know, this is our thing. And we wanted yeah. to shine the light on not only the history of it, but also shine the light on the Garrett Olivers. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Shine the light on right. these unsung heroes in this business that if you know, you know, but not enough people know. Right. As as proven by that beer advocate article in the comment right. section. Foolishness. They don't even know that we started making that we were we gave it to them. Like, thank right. you're welcome. And that right. is why beer yeah. is black history. That's yes. The selection yeah. available now on droughtseason.com. Make sure you follow us at drought season, D-R-A-U-G-H-T season on everything. And that's what we own. And and it's been a great response so thus far. Like we put a limited collection out. It's looking like we're going to sell out by the end of the month. Oh. So that's that's awesome. Who so came up with the who came up with the name of a drought season? Uh we we just sat down and figured it out. So like we you know we we both Kev is from Pittsburgh, uh, excuse me, McKeesport. Let me be specific area <laughs> of Pittsburgh. <laughs> right. Don't you not you might get, let me right. not get it twisted. Uh, and I'm from you know East Oakland, California. So you know we okay. we grew up when the other phrase for drought season with oh right. what you saying? So it's like let's let's touch on both. We hip hop kids. We came up in that era. You know what I mean? So let's let's it's a play on words. It's a double entendre. We have drought season. Yeah. You know you go to a bar. They pulling a joint. You get you a nice drought beer. Maybe nitro. Would not. Um, and and on the uh, on the flip side, it's it's a drought season because it is a drought on. Black folks in this business getting recognized, so we're gonna change. Mm-hmm. Nice market. Yeah. Hey, Brandon, you 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 touched on East Oakland. Where what uh what exit you off? Ninety eighth Seminary. Which uh what no, part I'm of East not, Oakland you see, off? There, there's a there's there's deep East Oakland and East Oakland. Yep. I'm from East Oakland. I ain't from East the Oakland. deep. I got family okay. in the deep, but no, I'm MacArthur and thirty fifth, man. MacArthur, okay, yeah, yeah. My mom lives off Highland. Well, you know, it's four MacArthur exits off five eighty, so I'm, I'm off. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is. Right there, in you know that Fruitvale, Laurel, Upper Diamond area. Yep, almost by like little by Lakeside. I know where you at. A little bit, a little, little further little, up by Bray Harbor. Yeah, yeah. Nice, nice, good stuff. Kevin, not to let you feel left out, I've been to Pittsburgh before. <laughs> yeah, I probably, probably around, around your area once, once before. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, my you lying? You ain't been there. I've been there before. I have been to Pittsburgh before. Right with us? <laughs> we drove around. We drove around. We seen this town. Yeah, we definitely drove. Yeah, my my area though is a little bit a little bit around the French. So you probably been to the city, but McKeesport, there's not much. So he said, "No, you did not come." Be <laughs> yeah, it's a, little, it's a little bit of a situation from now. Did you did you go to um? Did y'all make it to uh Fresh Fest since you were in that area? Oh, Keith? absolutely. Well, I, I yeah, I went to Fresh Fest. I mean, um, I had to go because fortunately, um, L Sharp and his family, you know, okay, so, you know, there's support there because my brother-in-law. So um, okay. No, okay. So we went, and then you know, just having the fact that it was in my hometown, I had to go back and represent. And um, mm-hmm. um, I don't know if you guys had a chance to go, but I got to tell you, um, for someone who frequents beer festivals, uh, taking any anything just looking at beer festivals is absolutely one of the top beer festivals I've been to. 
Oh, yeah. Well, that's 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 up, we agree. As far as what you got for your price. Right. As far as the mm-hmm. options of beer to choose from. Yeah. A lot of times you go to beer festivals and it's IPA heavy or it's a certain area right. heavy. They had people from all over the country. And one mm-hmm. of the things that I appreciated about it is how diverse it was because the area that it was in Pittsburgh um, used to be Allegheny Center Mall. When I was growing up, if depending on where you were from, you might get chased up out of that area. You know, I was right. even pointing mm-hmm. to areas where I see people getting fights at. But this was well attended. People bringing the puppies, walking with their kids, mm-hmm. and, you know, and all those things. <laughs> and um, it was a black beer festival mm-hmm. that was diversely attended. And unless mm-hmm. you knew that, there's nothing that would lend to it being anything but in a beer festival. And that's one of the things that I appreciated yeah. about it. You know, yeah. it wasn't right, yeah. something that would, it was something that was diverse for everyone. And it showed it. And force was in it. You know, I mean, it was it was huge. So. I think, you know, shout out to Mike Potter up in Pittsburgh, the homie. Um, mm-hmm. You know, definitely get behind him. I don't think we're going to see him with Fresh Fest, unfortunately. But, um, you know, he's doing Black October Fest, which is also dope, you know, around October. So, um, just that. But, I mean, it was just a dope, just, to, you know, to be from Pittsburgh and to see it come out like that. To see us have a festival. Right. Yeah. 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 I bet. Yeah. Hey guys, what um what is like you guys' individual beer journey? How did you guys get started like loving beer and drinking beer and what are y'all's favorite oh, uh styles at the moment? Brandon's hard to hear my story. It's the same story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean Yeah, I I yeah, mean as, with most people we we started off drinking BS, you know what I mean? Or what we were as as beer we right. <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. that's when we started <laughs> off drinking and and you know over time talking to you know his brother-in-law my homie l um he put us on to, to different brews or whatnot and i just took a liking to it like we're both mm-hmm. every stout guys every season is stout season we as, mm. as we have a t-shirt and a crew neck on the side we stout that life all day. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love that. Start that love life. That. Yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. then um, I'm a I'm an IPA guy too. I, I I've, mm-hmm. I've grown into to loving pretty much every style of IPA for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so here's my story. So Sorry, I, you know, and I'm putting L out there. So L, whenever you watch this, you know it's love, man. So. When they started dating my sister, you know, you know, you got to go check them out. And I'm like, you know, let me right. see what this guy's about to dating my sister. And, you know, I'm feeling out and he's cool. He's like, yeah, bring some beer through. So I said, oh, yeah, I got you. So I come through. I come through. I'm thinking, yeah, I'm lace them up. I come through with the 12-pack of Coronas and some Bacardi Limon to put it in the Corona. Go ahead and spike it. The lace out. So he, but he was, he was cool, but he's like, oh yeah, no, but let's try this. And he gave me the Fin du Monde. So I was like, I couldn't even pronounce it at first. I'm like, what is this? He's like, oh man, <laughs> it means the end of the world. He's like, but you know, don't, it's really, you know, a celebration and all these things he was telling me. So I'm like, all right, let me try it. And I was like, man, this is a beer. I mean, it, didn't, it was so complex and um, heavy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was like what I would want from liquor, what I would want from a mixed drink, because I don't like sweet, sweet mixed drinks. So that higher gravity kind of hit in my pocket. So um, when I first started, I was on Belgium. That's all I drank was Chimay, St. Bernardis, Three Philosophers, um, yeah. all, you yeah. know what I mean? Nothing but Belgians when I first got into it. And then I eased down in the South. Shout out the Am Gang. That, that Three Philosophers is bad. That's real Man. good. Yeah, three, they got three one. Three Philosophers, um, uh, yeah. Yeah, they got one with some style in it too. Um, they just released them. Um, I think it's Velocity or something. Okay. 
But um, mm, I'll be yeah, at man, the beer store I love the week. high gravity, man. I love I love complexity yeah. and high gravity in the beer. So to be, mm-hmm. to brand this point, we went from just drinking beer. Highlight was the first beer I ever had. Ooh. To, highlight. Um, yeah, the very first beer I ever had was a highlight, <laughs> a forty of highlight. Um, mm-hmm. And in our side of Pittsburgh, we will put a shot of slow gin in that. Let's tell you how good we was, and it gave you straw, and it gave it to you a straw. Me and my homies passed that around, and we was like fourteen years old. Like, so that was my my first instant. We would get in the beer. Now, you know, how dare you put something like that in my craft? You know? Right, 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 right. <laughs> exactly. exactly. <laughs> how'd you how'd you guys meet? How'd you two meet? We met through him. We met through him. Okay, okay. So you is the linchpin of all Atlanta craft beer in a lot of ways. You got to spread up. And I go ahead, D. Go ahead, D. No, and the the funny thing is, I didn't even know um, that he was like. I knew him from a journalist side before I knew him on the on the beer side. So like, I don't even know what year it was. I'm a Clark Atlanta University grad. Or whatnot. Mm-hmm. So for homecoming, I was put. This was like maybe oh five oh six. I was putting together just a panel for the students from the mass comm department, and I reached out to him because I had read a bunch of articles he did. Mm-hmm. So he came through, sat with the students, did his thing. You know, like he always very giving person, and yeah. like we just been cool from that point. But I wasn't living here, so mm-hmm. I was living in New York. Then I moved to LA. So when I ended up moving back to Atlanta, we just clicked up, and he was like, "Yo." You know, I got some homies or whatever. We all in the brew, this and that, and we started kicking it, and it was just a natural vibe, man. We like yeah. they like brothers now, straight yeah. up. You know? That's what's yeah, up. For sure. That's dope. That's, nice. that's what's up. <clears throat> uh, so on you guys' beer, I lost it. Oh, so <laughs> on your on your beer journey, um, would you would you say that um, you find yourself seeking out uh different different brews different beers when you when you know you travel to different yeah. cities and, and kind of explain what your what your kind of uh strategy is when you go to uncharted territories like this, man. i'm gonna give a nod to my partner brandon he said it the best it's like craft beer is like hip-hop was in the 90s when you search yes mixtapes, you search mm-hmm. for like just that lane you find that one brew, like okay like okay i'll give you an example trim tab for us trim tab we feel is um, upper echelon as far as what they've been mm. they just become with heat, heat, heat. But it's like a big taste. Mm-hmm. We first tried it at a festival, we got a little sample of it. We're like, all right, they got a little bit of heat. Got that one song. Time. That's one song. Yeah. Yeah, yep. one song. And then you go get it, you know, six pack, get your little mistake. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, oh man, this mistake kind of fire. And mm-hmm. then um <laughs> your homeboy come through like yo, you ain't hear they they knew not mixtape, they summer John. Oh man, I got mm-hmm. three of those. So you get a sample of that. And then your other homeboy, you know, and then before you know it, we all fans of trim tab, you know. Right. So mm-hmm. you put them in the mix. And then uh, you know, and then to be real about it, there's some you go through like, all right, man, my um, homeboy Kev, he's part of the routine plan. Shout out to Kev Digital. He mm-hmm. always used to say this thing, like, you know, we like, well, how's it taste? He's like, Man, it tastes like it messed up. So sometimes it tastes like you know what I'm saying that it ain't really what it's supposed to be. And once you get mm-hmm. that palate to a certain level, just like music, you get a refined ear, you listen to it, you know when someone's mm-hmm. got bars, you know when someone's really speaking with some content, you know when it's mm-hmm. content, when it has complexity, you know what you know what a warrior hop should taste like. You know what I'm saying? Nice. You know what galaxy hop should taste like. You know what Simcoe should taste like. And it starts to build your palate so you know what mm-hmm. you should get in the beer just like you should know what you should get in the bar. So 
Right. And right. You get, you get it, it's like getting the ear. It's like you're developing your ear for the music. Yeah. You're developing your yeah, mouth palate. Palette. Palette. Palette for yeah. The, yeah. 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 I like that. That's a great. Well, I mean, before. That's another you know, double entendre. Y'all full of double entendres. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, be, before the, the panorama started earlier this year. I like to call it the pandemic. I like to call it the pandemic. Exactly. Um, you know, I would travel a lot, you know, for work and for pleasure mm -hmm. and all of that. And there are three things I'm always looking for when I go to a new city, no matter where I'm in the world. I mm -hmm. want to know where the sneakers is at. I want to know where I can hear some good music. And I want to know where I can drink good. You know, yeah. every 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 town doesn't have great craft beer. That's the one thing I would say about America. America got this craft beer thing on lock. Period. But you know, that's that's the thing. Like, so I you know, you just ask people, it's like if I see somebody, you know, with if I'm in Amsterdam and I see somebody with some union fours on, I know they know where to find the sneakers at. You know what I mean? <laughs> If I, if I see somebody with a with a Dilla t-shirt on or I see somebody, you know what I mean? I, I know they probably know where I can hear some off the beaten path, hip hop, good DJs. Right. Or whatever. Nice. That's, that's what we created drought season for. When you have this t-shirt on, when you got one of these hats on, no matter where you go in the world, that person probably knows where the good craft beer is. Yes. That's, our, that's our goal. That's and they probably, yeah, and the way y'all branding, it seems like they probably know where the good underground hip hop would be as well. Yeah, and it's as well and the sneakers yeah, and the sneakers right the whole culture right. like y'all y'all it's like y'all are bringing beer to hip hop culture y'all just fusing yeah. it together y'all like a yeah. asian kinda, mexican fusion company but yeah, beer beer hip hop good you on fire today yeah you ever been you never been in the mexican the mexican asian those things is banging like that shit is yes. good <laughs> yes and that's what right. like it's, it's a fusion yeah i love it a black asian woman before we're Kamora Leon out here. Is that what you're <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking A Marie. Y'all A Marie. I like the, I like the Kamora Lee. Uh, A Marie looked better to me. A Marie looked better to me. Y'all A Marie. I don't like Kamora Lee. Kamora Lee look like she's. I don't want to talk about it. But we're on the same page. I like right. right. So since you guys are, are we we're trying to really build it together, and like I think that's the thing that we're like there's no lane for this. So we're building this mm -hmm. fusion yeah. of hip hop and beer and culture. So I wouldn't call it a like you know earlier, I wouldn't call it like a you know a challenge a challenge. I would just call it a you know a, just an opportunity, if you will. You know what I mean? An opportunity mm -hmm. for us to create something. And it just hasn't been there. So we out here, like, I mean, I, I guess my analogy, like, we in the woods with machete. Like, you know what I mean? We cutting through grass. Cutting ain't through. no lane. You know what I Bamboo, mean? Bamboo, everything. We might, we might find Animal a canal. pool of water. We just don't know. We just chopping through with a machete, carving it out. And I think that's the beautiful thing mm -hmm. about it is, you, you know, you just learn as you go. And there's nothing to really compare yourself to. There's nothing to really say, like, yeah. okay, we're doing good mm -hmm. we're doing bad. We're just doing it. Right. But that's the right. genius of the company. Like, you found the niche. Like everybody's looking for a niche. There's so many different companies and brands out here, but everybody's the same. If you find a niche, you're in. You're in. Like you just gotta keep growing within that particular niche. So I like it. Yo, so so with, with with Brandon being a sneakerhead, like when y'all when you look at a pair of sneaks, is it, are you thinking to yourself what kind of t-shirt or shirt you can make? 
to, to go with these. I don't I don't really believe in like matching, man. Like I'm like, <laughs> it, as long as it flow to me, it flow, man. I, I put on <laughs> something crazy with something else. As long as you ain't got competing patterns, you I'm never gonna be the person that has like oh I have orange shoes or I have an orange hat and I gotta have an orange t Nah, I don't do that. That's that ain't gotcha. gonna work. But Not yeah, I'm, we definitely are both sneakerheads for real, for real. Like before, yeah. sneakerheads was a thing. Even though I'm trying to figure out now how I can get what I want and not have to pay over retail. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> I'm getting a bot, man. I'm buying a bot. I'm buying a bot. I'm, 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 I'm in there. I don't think it's legal to <laughs> say <on>. that. <laughs> we are allegedly getting a bot for research purposes only. Right, right. That's right, funny. Right. Yo, after this podcast, Brandon and Kevin, holler at me about them sneakers. I think I... My man. Yeah, just holler at me. My I don't man. Wanna my man. Yeah, bro. Yeah. My this man. You get a fresh, fresh new hire from me. Right up. Yeah, I'm, look, right and, up. He, and, the, and the, my yeah. connect is lives in Georgia, so we uh, we oh, may be good. Bro. Yeah, we oh, may man. be good. Please, bro. please, man. Please. Look at God. I'm sending look a text right now. I'm sending Won't a text right now. Won't he do it? Won't he do it? Now, I guess I got to ask one of the most probably controversial questions uh, of the podcast. Oh, God. Uh, yeah. um, Something dumb. <laughs> where, do, where, where, where are those three X hoodies at? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, there we go. Well, listen, hey. I, just need a, I just need a large. Right, everybody ain't uh cut like you know extra smalls and mediums. We ain't all big and tall. We're not all big and talls. So this is what it is, and we're gonna get a little a little bit uh inside baseball here. So anybody has ever had a brand or whatever, you know. So initially we started out drop shipping, so we have pretty much every size that is available but because manufacturing was set back like we would put up mm. stuff and it would sell out quick not because we was just doing crazy numbers but it's only so many pieces available like mm. we had to shoot um mike killer mike for our um for the lookbook and you know i couldn't find his size not because it's just so crazy it's just because everything is backed up like i called mm -hmm. every fulfillment spot in the city it just wasn't working so yes we will have bigger sizes for the beers black history situation like we literally paid out of our pockets to print up everything because we didn't want to depend on mm. what sizes would be available what sizes wouldn't be available we ain't never right. trying to leave money on the table ever yeah, right so um we just did from extra small to, I mean, from small to double X or whatnot, okay. but we will, you know, we 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 will definitely. I've gotten even from I'll my friends squeezing that double X. You can squeeze in that double X, yo. You be good. I mean, I probably no. could, stop it. Watch Come it. on, don't, ever watch, no. don't watch it. Don't ever watch it. <laughs> don't ever watch it. Don't watch it. Don't, don't watch it. Don't it. Don't leave. It don't leave the house. It don't leave the house. It don't ever leave the house at all. I think I think I should just get the man a triple X. Just get the triple X. I think I'm thinking. I think we're giving it two X now. I'm gonna wear it over the other's house. No, you come over here, boy. I'm taking pictures and I'm trashing you. Yes, trash because it's representing black, right? Right, right. 
here is black history thing, so you can't trash when, it. Like, Yo, ain't nobody going to be able to tell what that say when you squeeze your ass in that thing. They're going to read it more. It's going to be, here's black history. <laughs> like this. Black yeah. That's, that's going to be even pronounced. They're going to be like, oh, you know it's going to be on the side. <laughs> <laughs> Larry, <laughs> See it in his armpits, in his armpits. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yes. Hey Brandon, uh, hey, the, Brandon uh, you mentioned uh, earlier about Killer Mike. How yeah. is your connections with the hip hop community uh, crossed over into your the business of the drought season? Well, I mean, the reason that we reached out to Mike, like me and Mike, go back shit, damn near twenty years, man. Wow. Um, so the reason that we wanted to holler at them is because you know, Run the Jewels has done a lot of good collaborations with several breweries across the country and okay. you know we wanted to you know have that kind of support on that side um but then at the same time like you have rappers producers djs or whatever in the beer like that like um action bronson has a beer like yeah. you know the, the guys at bill street are working really closely with ball and g you know what i mean so it's it's there but it's in the infancy stage man yeah. like it's honestly more right. breweries that don't know anything about black culture or hip hop culture that are using right. fonts and using images and remaking or just names, their beer the or names. just name their beer. Yeah. In order, right. Yeah, in order to sell it, which is that sucker shit to me. So right. at the end of the day, like that's why we're here to have some, some genuineness to it. And we're, we're part of this culture. Like we've been in this, you know, Kev was a DJ or is a DJ. I should say I've written for pretty much every hip hop publication there is from you know mm -hmm. from the start to now you know done mm -hmm. a bunch of stuff behind the scenes in the industry or whatnot so like the people they know us you know on both sides yeah, yeah. that's not what i can't really say that for a lot of brewers right that are utilizing our culture to get over right that's a that's now, now, that enhances y'all's uh, niche now speaking of the, the campaign that you mentioned how did that campaign come together with uh with uh i guess uh chris and al, al sharpton and killer mike and monday night brewing as well right yeah relationships man relationships all like relationships so they're all friends everybody that you see is a part of anything we're doing is a friend of ours a colleague of ours or a, a family member of somebody we're friends with and i think when you start <laughs> off that's the most important thing right you got to build with your family because yeah you know like i work in business when, we, when i would work with a lot of startups their first employees are their mom their sister their cousin their best mm -hmm. friend because you need somebody who understands what you're trying to do is willing to put a little extra in and is willing to understand that there might be my check might be a little slow you know what i'm saying right, i might get right, it right. friday afternoon maybe not friday morning you know what i'm saying like right no we direct deposit ain't hitting that we pay people on time the whole mom and pop experience is like yeah, this you gotta, have right. you gotta have that you gotta build from that so that's um I mean, my whole career and anything I've done is all relationships. Everything I've done, everything I've built has been someone I've known, someone I've met, a friend of a friend, um, a colleague that I respected, um, you know, whatever it may be. And I think that that's where a lot of people build and miss out on, on you know, you got to have a team. You got to build that relationship with people as you build your career. And fortunately, I have a lot of people that I can lean on for just to, you know, shop with us. Just people that I know mm -hmm. if I put something out, they're going to spend $25. They're going to support if they have something that, you know, feels, you know, they can rock with. So mm -hmm. that's the biggest thing. Right. 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 
So we can expect a uh, a drought season stout collab coming soon, or 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 uh, yeah, we got a beer out here. Don't still hate on us, cuz that sounds like a little bit of shade. We got a beer out here, man. Yeah, he ain't know. He ain't know. He don't be knowing. He don't be knowing. Let me know some. No, but but no, just talking shit, man. Um, we got um a partner of ours, um, Our Culture Brewing. When we did our release, we did a beer with them, and it was um an IPA that we did. And um, we used different brewing methods, so we were able to turn it around in two weeks. Just to kind of, oh, okay. so it was kind of like a test, kind of to see if we could copy it. But um, you know, more of what you'll see from us and things like that. You know, what I mean, about right. collaborating with some of these brewers and you know, wrapping you know our situation around it. Um, I tried to brew a beer; it came out very unsuccessful. You know, <laughs> <laughs> first time <laughs> we were trying to make an ale, it, it tastes. We we're trying to make a stout; it tastes like a brown ale. People say, oh, man, this is good. It tastes like yingling. I'm like, yeah, that's not what we was trying to do. So, you know, for me, I'd rather enjoy that and focus on what I am good at is this crappy culture situation with my partner over here. Yeah. We, uh, I like that craft culture. Yeah, we'll be doing something soon probably like early summer another beer um with another one of our partners so out here in atlanta shout out to leaders of the brew school out here in atlanta collective of really yeah cool. i we see know, will we know will yeah, yeah exactly so shout out to them it, so yeah shout we ain't really let the cat out the bag yet but we, we'll be doing something right. oh, so no, you're not gonna drop an exclusive on this podcast is what you're saying <laughs> i mean that's an exclusive in itself we have an exclusive <laughs> 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 I'll take it. I don't have a flex bomb, so that's all I got. That's the closest. We have, we we, no, no liposuction around here, bro. We ain't no <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Fire. <laughs> <laughs> fat. If you want to be fat, be fat. Right. It's okay. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Whoa. So, sorry, Flex. Hope, hope you're not listening. Uh, hey, <laughs> I hope you're yeah, not listening. Nah, if he gonna holler, that's I'll express those views. Like, Hell let's yeah. go. He gotta Come own it. Let's talk about your you life. Gotta own it. You can't get mad at yeah. something you actually did. Yeah, right, yeah. right, right. He put it out there, so yeah, you're right. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 very similar to like when when Too Short got his grill fixed, right? When Too Short got his grill fixed, everybody was like, yo, why'd you go porcelain? Like, people from the town was like, yo, you should have got some gold ones versus going <laughs> porcelain. That's how people from Oakland felt, you know what I mean? Because they used to have seen it with a different look. So, hey, they expressed their they expressed their true feelings about it. Fast forward 20 plus years, he made the right decision. Right. Yeah. Yeah, right. He did. He should have. Anybody, who anybody whose teeth is messed up and they get white fronts, that's the right move. That's the right. Keep your teeth, <laughs> teeth naturally right. looking. Not wrap gold around your teeth. And <laughs> so you got to get whole implants. Right. right. I, I agree. Get you the right, right. Get you the right guy. Hip hop took a detour on that one. <laughs> that's <laughs> funny. So, you look like you had a question. Oh man, yeah, yeah. Well, I was gonna ask in terms of after the this uh this collection is um. So, what's the next collection? Yeah, I guess after the collection, uh, yeah, that was mine too. Black, so Black history we're, collection. We're gonna be doing like a super, super, super micro um run for St. Patrick's Day. 
Um, and then the next big thing we'll be doing is for Father's Day. Okay. 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 Nice. So are you gonna are you guys gonna base the collections around uh specific holidays that you guys pick or is nah, this all... not necessarily okay. really about yeah. you know what what needs what's not out there, like providing right. uh, you know, providing something that's that's not out there. And at the same mm-hmm. time, we'll continue to do our, you know, like I said, we have the stout that life joint, we have an IPA joint, mm-hmm. we have the the drought season um you know, flagship, which yeah. Kev yeah. has right now. A couple so. other things. So those will be evergreen. Yeah, those are evergreen. Those okay. Are, gotcha. Gotcha. All this also, too, and if you think like, from our perspective, and I think why we've had success is we're also looking at the metrics of a lot of what we do. So we're also mm-hmm. measuring as we go and aren't we trying to step up too much. So even how we do these releases, we're really measuring okay like what's our response like what's what, like what do we get as far as feedback what mm-hmm. are we getting as far mm-hmm. as like likes on social media what's the, you know is this working is this a thing we should continue to go down or is this something like okay we need to change it up so i think that's a key point as well is that um we're not sticking ourselves out too far and we're just kind of at each step we're seeing where we're at getting those measurements seeing if it makes sense and um, taking it from that perspective. And I think we're not trying, like, I'd love to leave my job, but I'm not trying to do it tomorrow. You know what I mean? So I think exactly. it's good about Brandon and I is we fortunately do have the foundation of having careers. We can step out on the side, really test this out, figure it out, and get it to the point where we can, you know, step away from corporate America and, you know, have our own situation. Absolutely. I can dig it. Well, that, that, I mean, that's a, 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 a um, a lesson in itself that some people think they gotta they leave their uh, day job, but I, I think I just read a book that you can still do uh, your dream pat, the thing that you're really passionate about, and still keep your the day job. So I, th- I think yeah. that's also. Cool. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people don't hear that, but that is definitely an, an option that people look. Man, most of, most of the most of the times, most of the times, your nine to five pays benefits, and your entrepreneurial nine to five does not. So right. keep that job. Oh, if, you can, if, you work, if you work twenty-one, if you can work twenty-one hours a week at your regular nine to five and keep the benefits, and then put all the promote, put all the other energy into your uh, your passion project, more power to it. Yeah, honestly, until you can make enough to pay for your benefits, do not quit. I, I think, think I, think, I, I, I think a, a good time to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. and, I, and I think a, I think like, that pays my benefits. That, that's my bills being paid, and I'll right, be right, right. Have, career like you know i mean it's not something that i right. want to just shun away i have a and lot of respect for everything i built so now mm-hmm. i feel one of the fortunate things is i've got to a point in my career where i can you know balance it to it and have yeah. it without my foundation yeah and then after that i can focus on my you know my passion and just try to get them to get to a point where they equal out and once you get to the mm-hmm. point where your regular job keeps you making money with your passion and that's when I think it's time for you to make a decision. But other than yeah, that, right. yeah. you know, it's just a side job. It's just like you just working a side job and just you know putting those hours in. And if you like your normal job, it ain't it ain't nothing wrong with keeping it and still right. doing yeah. still doing your other job. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it ain't you're not a not wrong for liking both of the things that you do. Like you lucky. When I, my job when I, was giving me the skills to do what I'm doing here, so that's why I have so much of respect, and I still learn right. from it, even in yeah. situations with. Working with salespeople, work with different partners, mm-hmm. it helps us in conversations that we can use. And also, sometimes you, I mean, I'll be honest with you, a lot of the support I get from my coworkers, you know, what I mean, people mm-hmm. that I've oh. met, one of my yeah. coworkers out in oh. Iowa, um, he made a beer one time and he just, he, I was like, oh, you made a beer. And once we started having conversations, I mean, 
I don't know if this is the case, but he seemed a little taken back that I knew so much about the craft of beer that he gave me some of his beer. So then when we released ours, he's been on our podcast. He saw the um our um article in uh, Rolling Stone, reached out to me directly. So, you know, those are partners. Those are people you can build with yeah. and lean on, you know, sure. later. So I don't think you should I, I, I personally don't think the corporate American situation is always bad. I think there's a lot of information you can get from it, depends on what route you go. Right, you know, yeah. now I think both Brandon and I are both. We're both entrepreneurs and coming from corporate America. You know what I mean? I think it's mm, right. both of us. Yeah, ain't nothing wrong with that. Nothing to be shamed about. <laughs> Not at all. Absolutely. Um, but I. Oh, go ahead, right? No, go ahead. No, go ahead. Now, I was just going to say that I think, like, when I think of businesses, because it's so hard, like, as far as uh, like starting and once you actually get into it. Like keeping both sides, like your actual corporate job and then doing your thing on the side works. But I think like eventually when I think of businesses, I wouldn't want to quit my job until I can quit my my side job too. Right. It has somebody else working for me. You know, I feel what you're saying. Not basically run it. Right. If I can do it and step back from that, then I'm I'm good. Then you're comfortable. Found a sweet spot. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but it, everybody's everybody in that same respect is different because, like you yeah. said, you some people I mean, they like their passion and they want to keep doing, it, and if they're making money on both of them, that's a blessing. Some people mm-hmm. can't wait to get rid of their corporate job to get into their passion, and some people are the opposite. Like I'm just doing mm-hmm. this; I make a couple of dollars off my passion. That's great, but this mm-hmm. job is what I love. So it mm-hmm. it all depends. It's it's individual. Mm-hmm. Just like just like our last podcast in love. Individual. Right, right. So Brandon and Kev, um, so how have you guys had to um kind of pivot uh during the what you call it the panorama, just in yeah. terms of events that you guys either have scheduled and or um just kind of is enhance, you know, maybe from a virtual standpoint, sure. what you guys have had have going on in 2021. Everything's been an adjustment. Like mm-hmm. I think I think anybody who says who's in business that says they haven't had to adjust is lying. Like mm-hmm. it's kind of like what it's been. Like I, if I'm not mm-hmm. mistaken, Kevin respect, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but I really think we planned on launching at Fresh Fest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, so right, yeah, we, we were launching Fresh Fest. But yeah, that was the whole situation because you know, Mike, yeah. Well, Mike, Mike don't know this if he's listening, but Mike, we was gonna tee you up, and launch our shit, at Fresh Fest. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, right. That was not really our plan, my brother. No offense to you, man. But we just, hey, we look, launch, you paid, you we, paid your vendor fee. Fuck that. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's a launch. That's a launch. Right. You paid your fee to be there. Yeah, like we was gonna do it like that and launch it that way, but um, honestly, the pandemic threw us left. Um, fortunately. Because of you know some of my other consultants I'm working with in Lantucky, if y'all not familiar, Lantucky, um, Nappy Roots, um, yeah. got a brewery open up here, great location. One of the fortunate things about that location, it's big, and we can probably mm-hmm. get 100 people in there with great social distancing. So okay. for mm-hmm. us, nice. when we did our launch, we got not only were we able to have a good amount of people come out with some of our friends, influencers, DJ Kerosene, Fort Knox, you know what I mean. All mm-hmm. our um, hip hop friends that came out, you know what I mean, and other people are, you know, re- no disrespect if I forgot you, if you came, but you know, we were able to have something that people felt we were socially responsible with. And we and we dropped masks, you know what I mean, when we gave you our package, had masks in them. So not yep. only did we pivot, we used the pandemic to actually, you know, jump in that merch game and have something that's tangible. And yeah. I gotta tell you, man, 
And we, I don't think we thought this, but we got really good masks, man. They're nice and thick. You don't need two <laughs> of them. You know, right. it kind of worked out for us. That's right. Like, yeah, yeah. That's know, right. It wasn't a plan. I mean, that's just a half a sense. Come when you build a plane in the air. But I think, mm-hmm. um, and then through that, I think the fact that Brandon has, you know, already had a lane with, you know, promoting his social media and everybody kind of went to social media, we were able to build that. And, and I even find myself, like, I don't know if any of you have tried to go shopping now since the pandemic. Stores don't got, got anything, man. So yeah. if you really want to get something fresh and fly, you got to go online. Yeah. Yeah. We fall right in that lane. So it's kind of like the pandemic actually lined up with, with our business model. It was easy for us to pivot into that business model yeah. and still have success and do these mini pop-ups and then, you know, have these test markets. What our event in Monday night, Monday night in, in here in Atlanta is another huge place. Was able to have people come through about social distancing. They're doing their due diligence and making sure people wear masks and having hand sanitizer everywhere. Um, when we mm-hmm. did the event, you know, um, Atlanta, you know, a lot of times we ask temperatures, you know, to come in. So, you know, all of us have to pivot, but mm-hmm. I think we pivoted very well. If I could be frank, you know, for other businesses, awesome. that, you know, yeah. don't have that option. I appreciate that. We were able to still find success with having to do those tight pivots. That's awesome. I, I, and I appreciate that too, because I'm, other than the Atlanta mayor, it seems like the mo- more of the politicians in your state don't give a damn about y'all. No. Or right. the, pan- the oh, panorama. Or the pan- right. We're inside Atlanta. You go out yeah, right. five, you will not right. see a mask anywhere. Never. My, mo- my, mother, my mother and my sister live outside of 285, and it's yeah. horrible out there. And oh, it, it seems like, uh, what's her name? Keisha? She's Keisha. like yeah. Mayor Keisha. She's doing like what she needs to do to try to keep you guys safe. And hey. I appreciate y'all being an extension of that. Like, y'all can come in and do whatever you want. There ain't no mask required, but you got to, mm-hmm. it's required for us. Right. And I, right. that, yeah. that makes, you got to keep our black people alive. Absolutely. and safe so y'all doing Absolutely. that and still, and still enabling them to have a good time so that yeah. that's yeah. i appreciate yeah. that for sure yeah hustling in the drought and it is definitely drought season <laughs> right, yeah, right. Real. it's a pandemic man Everything pandemic, man. You yeah, gotta keep going. going on. You gotta keep it going forever, forever, forever. Don't ever call it pandemic. Just call it something. Oh man, you gotta eat regardless, man. Sure. I like that sure. pandemic. I, like, I need that. I need that t-shirt. It's stolen. It's a pandemic. <laughs> so I, I got I, I got a, I got a question um, for you that I think um, more speaks to kind of like the way that corporate America is set up. Like in corporate America, you know, we always are uh, maybe like not really taught, but are conditioned to like find a mentor. Right. To find somebody who you can draw inspiration from or whatever, like in in the, in the craft beer or on this journey. Like, has have you found that mentor? Have you found that um, inspiration from somebody else that you see who's doing it um, that you kind of, you know, that, that, that you want to kind of reach the level that they're on? In our lane, I mean, as far as I know, there is nobody that's really like doing it super big on the, the lifestyle brand side with, you know, with craft beer. Like pretty much everybody mm-hmm. that's doing super well is selling beer. Um, we're mm-hmm. not at the point yet. We partner and create beers, but we're not selling beer off top. But I, I feel like business is business. Like I know a lot of mm-hmm. people who work in the fashion side from, you know, my man Pell to, you know, Gerard, mm-hmm. who 
school of hard knocks back in the day has tradition yep. and stuff now. So, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, I know people across the country that, you know, have been doing this either for brands or that created their own brand. Even my homie um, that remember Players University, you know, he yeah, yeah. action, all of that. So I know a lot of OGs mm-hmm. in the game who mm-hmm. I sit down and talk to like, yo, what? What what blank should we buy? So you so you so you already yeah you already have those you already have those connections oh, you already like you've been, you've been in the industry yeah yeah absolutely absolutely so and yeah. you know I've been you know I've done a lot of things for a lot of people so people don't have a problem like giving me game yeah, yeah. right it's right necessary man why make a yeah. mistake that somebody else already made. Right. Yeah, you already in the right. room. You already in the question, room. Ask the question if you can get the help for sure. Learn from what other do you, people's experience, man. For all my parents mm-hmm. out there, that's the one thing to try to get through your kid. They ain't got to find it on their own. And then right. what are you doing? Learn they should just be asking. So Absolutely. You don't want to change something. I think that's one yeah. thing that was, what was dope. I think that we can lean on what Brandon is. Brandon had those partnerships, and we were able to like really have conversation with people to put us onto some real good game when we started yep. off to it. To lead us in the right direction, because yeah. I mean, if we let's say we just jumped out there, we might have bought five thousand t-shirts off Rick. And now we sit here with right. t-shirts all boxed up over our house, and we don't know what to do. And you want to <laughs> like you know capsulations, and you still got all that old merch. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So right. there's just little key pieces of just game that we got that I think help us. And like I said, we're not really trying to think that we're really tiptoeing in the game. And crawling mm-hmm. through and you know getting our feet under under us as we're you know getting to that point and i think that's why we've been able to find success and really get this good momentum that we've built yeah that's dope that's dope that's dope do no, you no, guys no. you guys mentioned your collaborations with beer and things go ahead rob you got it no you go, you got okay it. you guys mentioned your collaborations with uh different breweries and things like that do you do you guys ever have a um a goal or a vision of actually having your own brewery or is it just a, a fashion just fashion merch? thing? Yeah, just merch. Uh, it's uh, anything the sky's the limit. Yeah. <laughs> anything okay. You know what's funny? Yeah. As soon as you said that, I was kind of like, do I do we? Like it wasn't even something like we thought about. It's like, well, you know, we can have a little merch thing when you come. I'm in. not gonna shy away from it. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, he ain't gonna say no. Right. We're gonna see like, how it can make sense or how we can make it work first. Know. It's like he said, we build this plane mm-hmm. in the air. If we know yeah. it ends up needing to be a hovercraft or it needs to be something mm. to go on land or something, we don't know. Build a spaceship. Build a spaceship. Mm. You know. Let's go to Mars. Let's go to the moon. Yeah, right. I think right now, I think the, the take biggest this to the moon. thing is making that connection. The biggest thing right. for us, like what, what I tell you, what I find a passion in is bringing people who their first experience with beer was like mine, and like my brother-in-law, like L brought me in, and now getting them to that point. Like when I talked to somebody I know a year ago, they was like, "Oh, I'm not really a beer drinker," and now like, "Oh, I went there, their beer is not good." Like, "Oh, who's the stop now? Look at you." You know what I mean? That's, <laughs> what, makes, that's what makes me feel good of finding yeah. someone who says they don't like beer and saying, "Okay, well, try this sour." Try this chocolate style. Try this, you know, the saison. Something that you wouldn't even know that may be more in your line that you would, because you're thinking, you know, Budweiser, Heine, you know, Coors like mm-hmm. something of that might Yeah. So that's yeah. where I find my passion. If that means through merchandise, it means that we have, you know, a cool pull up where you can get beer and merch at the same time. We create that. You know, that, you know, it all sounds dope, but I don't exactly. think you ever answered that question because we're. Figuring it out, yeah. Talk to us in about three years. We might have something for <laughs> okay. you right now. May have a brewery. Right. You may have a full blown brewery, right? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Have anything. Exactly. I think that's we, so. We, I think that's have... so true about the snob. Oh, go ahead. 
No, we did have a question. Uh, will we see merch with all the black brood owned breweries at some point? I designed with some names incorporated into the image. Uh, Tamara asked that question. Hey question, man, shout out to Tamara for first off, Tamara, yeah, you sure. can get the uh, beer's black history collection on droughtseason.com right now. It will be gone at the end of February, so go ahead and jump on that yes. ASAP. Uh, secondly, of course, like we we want us part of our business model is working in collaboration with not only black owned breweries but breweries that are that show themselves to be allies as well, like mm -hmm. real allies, not just because it's cool or because somebody black yeah. got killed by the police and mm -hmm. y'all woke for three weeks. Yeah. Um, so but real allies is is what we <laughs> own. Like shout out to, to Benny from Crown and Hops, who's one of the first people to buy some yes, of our man. merch, like off top, like damn near right. when we first announced Crown, it. Crown and the Hops is out here with a machete forging away for us out here. They're absolutely, right. money, absolutely. They're giving money. Agreed. I mean, you know, um, Tao and Benny, man, they're, they're you know, we got to protect them. In our, in our craft industry, we got, those are people to be protected at all costs. How people say right. that, those are right. the people that we got to make sure they're supported. Make sure you voting for them to be Brewery of the Year on USA yes. Today. Yes. You know, all of that is so important for all of our movement. Their wins are our wins. So answering, right. answering uh, Tamara's question, thank you for going to the site. I'll show she said I'm on there right now. Yeah, um, yeah. We had had conversations. I won't say any names, but we had conversations with black breweries um, coming into this collection. It just the timing wasn't necessarily right, and we were mm -hmm. pretty much on a pretty rigid schedule to be out on the 1st of February. So, um, but it'll happen, man. Like mm -hmm. we yeah. haven't had any conversations that have been anything but positive about things Good. in that lane. Um, and it Good. won't, again, it won't be just black owned breweries. That's our priority for sure. But you know, if you show yourself to be an ally as Peter Kylie, the brewmaster Monday night and their team has been, we're open to working with you as well if you mm -hmm. show yourself to be an ally. Right. Yeah. Right. That's yeah. right. And when we say ally, let's talk about that ally. That's him wearing a beer is black history shirt and selling that merchandise out of his location to help promote yeah. us to get that lane. Exactly. Ally isn't just putting a picture and letting us come there and brew a beer that you right. to sell out and we ain't got no cut out of it. Right. Right. And then You'll being an ally is still wearing that You'll shirt. Let us play in the kitchen. We'll let you come in there and make a cake in their kitchen, but right? Out of here when we go to sell it, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. Those are the right. conversations I want to make sure that we're having that direct conversation, even if through licensing or whatever, you can't get anything off the beer. You can definitely do a situation where you can do an event, wrap some merch around yeah. it, charge right. people for yep. that. So be creative, but like you know, what I mean, mm -hmm. let's not them. Let's not them find a slick way to use this lane, right? You know, because right. two lanes, because you know, me being in it. Two lanes that are growing the most in craft beer industry: black people and women, black yep. people mm -hmm. and women, and, and any, they buy any yeah. out here trying to do it. They know, and what's one thing that's synonymous with those two things we said are black women who started this craft. Mm -hmm. So we got to lift them yep. up, right? You know, and support exactly. them. Absolutely, we got to let sure that they know that they're the heart of what's being built right now. Everybody's going to be coming for us. Going to be directing us. They're going to put Biggie's Biggie's name on a can. They're yep. going to call it, you know, all these different things. And you know, like you know, I feel that we kind of have that, you know, duty to check these people and make sure that we're doing yeah. the same. I mean, a lot of go ahead, B. A lot of times, like we're cool and we're we're appeased by symbolism. I'm not one of them people. Like we don't represent right. that as a company. We about tangible. Mm -hmm. It's one thing yes. to wear it. It's another thing to invest into it. We mm -hmm. all about investment, all about tangibles at the end of the day. Right. Yeah. And you got to wear that shirt. You can't wear that shirt 
just in February. Like, I need to see you in that shirt in June. And I need right. to see a white person right. ask you a question about it and you, and you a- answer yep. them the correct way. Or if you don't have an answer, call somebody who can get that come through and get the answer for you. And maybe even right. have a panel of like white people. <clears throat> like, have a panel of white folks and learn about this black shit. Like, that's what y'all have been stealing. So learn about I mean, it so you, you don't steal it. Share, if you're trying to get this Market share, we can right. all together, but let's really talk about it. Let's let you understand that you don't misappropriate, you know, what we're doing, and it's right. like everybody wins off. You get some opportunity, and we can't and we can't be the ones that just say, Hey, take it, you guys can have it, it's free. Like, we gotta be like, No, it comes with a cost, like you gotta Lou, pay for this. Lou, that's that's real, but the, this is the thing, and I, I think a lot of times because I am I work in like my last two nine to fives have been for two of the most popular beverage brands worldwide. Mm-hmm. So I understand that business inside and out. So yep. this is my thing. We are, like like Kev mentioned earlier, right now, beers, specifically craft beers, where 90s, early 2000s hip-hop was. It's where the sneaker game was 15 years ago. We don't have to be worried about making sure that we get credit or that we get paid off of the market share that's going to mainstream breweries, we need to be leveraging that new audience harder than they are because we understand marketing okay. to women and marketing to black people far more than the square dude gotcha. and whatever right. company does. I see that angle. Especially I see that, angle that sure. Bigger companies are buying the successful craft brew brands. That's right. 50% of them. True. They don't know. I sit in these rooms. I know they don't know. Trust me. <laughs> I'm in these rooms. I'm not right. going off of like what I heard. I'm not going off of what I read. I'm going <laughs> off of sitting in the meeting and being the black black dude for real. I dress like this at work. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. Bro, trust me. This is we are in prohibition time. I and I say this, and I and I I have a podcast, and I've been interviewing people for twenty some odd years. So I I understand that. Nobody wants to hear the same story every interview. But one thing I'm every interview we do, every article that's written on us that I'm going to say is we are damn near in like the beginning stages. It's time to get in and eat the same mm-hmm. way that you wish you bought Tesla when it was $40 a share. Right, right, <laughs> right, right, right. On, on Bitcoin in 2017. Right. Same way, whatever it is, whether you're brewing, whether you are a farmer providing hops, whether you are somebody creating distillation systems, whatever it is, mm-hmm. get in where you fit in now. Yes. Craft beer business is going to be, it's not even going to look the same 10 years from now. No. And mm-hmm. those who are in on the bottom ground will be able to eat. And it's, we going back to corporate America. Figure out what your sellout price is because they're coming for you. they either going <laughs> to shut you down or they're going to buy you out. Figure out right. what your price is off top. And that's what it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's yeah. That's I like point. that angle. That's that's a totally different angle. I never thought about it because you were yeah. in the room, like you said. Mm-hmm. The room, and I'm glad happened. you. I'm the glad you're in the room. Happened. Like I'm. I'm glad you're in the room. I'm mad that you're the only one in the room. Are you the only one in the room? Nah, not all the time. It's good. It's good. Well, what do you mean? It's a little sprinkle. No, do need a black person. <laughs> I'm sorry, Kevin. What you say, Kevin? I said, what do you mean when you say in a room? Do you mean a black person who loves black people or just a black person? 
Right, right. That's a whole different. Right. 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 Yeah, yeah. I mean, the first one, the first, the first one, a black person that like black people. Yeah, that's a that is a difference because they yes. do look for those yeah. those black people more than us. It seems. Yeah. Right. We, we, yeah. we we here. It's few and far between, but we yeah. we in, we in keep representing. Keep representing. Right. For Got sure. Got to. Yo, um, I have a, I have a nah. question. Your name, your name is Brandon LSK. You yeah. want to explain LSK? What's LSK? Lifestyle King. That's a name that nice. Elliot Wilson gave me years and years ago. I'm, I'm the. Speaking of being the only, I was like one of four black people at CES before people started going to CES. Mm. I would, I remember, ironically, <laughs> when I was at Double XL, Just Blaze lost a bet and was a writer for me. He wrote my video game column for like two years. Cause he mm-hmm. lost the bet. Before I got there, <laughs> I remember me and Just being at E3 and looking around for hours, and we the only black people there. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yep. Now the game has changed, and again, things evolve. Like we yeah. make things cool, and we make them marketable. So, like mm-hmm. hip hop is. I had this conversation. And I ain't mentioning no names. I had this conversation two years ago at a meeting with this whole team when we were discussing how to market a a very huge worldwide known beverage. And I was telling them, I was like, hip hop is the dominant pop culture right now. It's the dominant Mm -hmm. culture worldwide. It ain't going to always be that way. So let's stop arguing and take advantage of this shit before it's not. Mm -hmm. Right. That's That's true. true. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Because 20 20 years ago, you was not listening to Monday Night Ball and the outro was never going to be T.I. And Never. ESPN ESPN did TI when he had a gun charge. Big right. things was popping. Big things was popping when TI had a gun charge, and it mm-hmm. was their, their their flagship song for like six months. Yeah. So it is mm-hmm. like take advantage of it. You're right. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I that, love it. That 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 sounds like a uh that sounds like a brewery to me. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Big things popping. <laughs> also, it's all about the paper. If you want to sit yeah, down and then anybody listening to watch them, hey man, I'm I'm open to whatever opportunities make sense in the long run. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I, I was at a uh I, I was at a brewery the other day and I was I was the only black person there. I walked in and they all eyes on me. So I was like, hey, yeah, hey, you, hey, you too pop and shit. <laughs> you ain't you ain't you ain't you ain't do a you didn't do a you didn't do a Yoda. What the fuck y'all looking at? Like, what's up? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, funny, man. Yeah, do you need something? <laughs> I love being that. I love being the only black person here. I look forward. I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Do you reach out? Do you go talk to people, Kevin? Or, or you just sit there and wait for them to come to you? No, because I'm I'm going there for one thing. I'm going there to drink beer. Your, your issue is my color right I'm going there to right drink beer you know what i'm saying i'm not thinking about that i'm going for the good beer and i feel and y'all hear y'all got it so i'm coming uh-huh. to you and like okay how did you make it what were you thinking what's the abv on it what hops did you use and right, right. like to me like, so you know coming from sales and then you know you have to level set you know you have to find what's my common ground with someone because i'm coming in yep. when i first got in the yep. industry i had dreads somebody from you know, Statesboro, Georgia, this white, they're not really trying to hear what I'm saying. You know what I mean? So what's right, the common right. ground with them? I got a dollar in the military. Mm-hmm. My mom's from Swainsboro. You got to find something that you got in common with them. And if I got beer in common with you, it changes the game. So when I come in here, yeah. I'm actually talking about the hops, talking about your process, talking about your portfolio of beers. You know, now now if color is still an issue, that's your problem. You know what I mean? Right, like, right, I'm, right. 
to me, things aren't a problem till they're a problem. I'm not looking at you as racist until you show me something that, that shows me that. Then once you do that, I'm just going to bow your yeah. ass. But, you know, but mm-hmm. until then, I'm, <laughs> I'm taking everybody at, at face value. Some of my closest friends right. are all different colors, you know, and cultures and creeds and sexual orientations, whatever it may be. Did you but really you just say some of your you best know. friends are black? <laughs> he said some of his best friends are white. He no, said some of his best friends are white. Yeah, well, he got, I, got, I got black friends. Some of my best friends are white. <laughs> he definitely did that, though. Taking people at their face value, my nigga. Taking people. I got black friends. <laughs> he got black friends. You set yourself up. You, you, you set yourself up. Yo, but Rob, remember, remember that you weren't the only black guy in the brewery. It was just a bunch of white people in the brewery. You weren't the only black guy. Right. It's the opposite yeah. way around. It's just a bunch of white people yeah. in there. Hmm. I, yeah, like, yeah, I, yeah. I, I like that. I, I, I mean, I don't I don't trip on that. Man. I mean, that's how I started off in this game with being the only black person. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know no funny. other way. I'm always with three black guys when I go into a brewery. And y'all know y'all know y'all know my motto. I move like I know. I know I'm privileged. <laughs> exactly. I belong. I, yeah, I belong. Right. I always we all, go we all belong. We all belong. Yeah. It ain't no Jim. Jim Crow is gone. Like fuck y'all. Right. You think I don't belong? <laughs> you get the fuck out. You get the fuck out because my money green like y'all. And I'm about to ask about these hops. No. But see, the thing was, it wasn't that. Um... Oh yeah, I want yeah. I, I, ask me a question. I want people like that's the thing to me. I, I look at it like a conversation piece. I want you to come ask me about it. I want to have a conversation. <laughs> yeah, conversation you know I mean? piece. Um, yeah, like look, man. I mean, like, what reputable source do you reference? Archaeologists, CNN. Like, this is, like, this is reputable, factual, actual information. If you want to have a, a, you know, a intellectual conversation about right. it, cool. But if you want to be in your bag because you feel we taken from you, which is not the case, then you know that's your problem. I'm right, right, right. Close. Great gear they have over here. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Yeah, I, 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 I mean, I only said that, and it might not be because I, I was, I was the only viper. It was because I was walking. I was like, "Is this a pandemic?" Because it was crowded. <laughs> 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 it wasn't the blackness. It was how many people. <laughs> what is, I had to get in and out. I was like, "Oh my goodness, <laughs> what is the capacity in this bitch?" <laughs> Uh, I was like, oh, oh, that's no, hilarious, no. Rob. Right? <laughs> it's too many people. It ain't no <laughs> way y'all can be sexy. You ain't, you ain't noticed they was white until after you noticed it was too many. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. right. That was my second after thought. He was like, you know what? I was the only black person in there. <laughs> right. yeah, after I left, I was like, oh, it's not. Yeah. But um, I think it, I think it's kind of, I, I think it's, I don't know if this is a question. It's more like a comment. I think it's cool that people bring their um, their outside knowledge and stuff like that, kind of like um, uh, what Benny was telling us about bringing her her marketing beer, um, I mean beats and stuff like that to her, oh, uh, yeah. to her their brand, and you bringing uh, the, the all the connections and, and the things that you learned over the years to to what you're doing as well. I think that's awesome. I think that um, I think that's the best way to do it in terms of, especially Agreed. gaining yeah, great, um, really pushing up pushing forward that brand and that that history of what you're trying to do. Ooh. So I applaud you gang gang for both of you guys doing that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. I appreciate Sorry it. Man. Thank you. Sorry about the sign. Definitely. Thank you. I haven't had that one yet, Kev. It's official. Listen. Yo, have you, you ever had something from Om Gang that's not been official? Om Gang is always. <laughs> You're absolutely right. This one out here. This is the philosophy and velocity. They got the Imperial Coffee with the quadruple, man. And um, oh man, I gotta pick that up. If you like stouts, this is right in the lane. 
Thank you. I mean, yeah. Lou, you got you got a you got a, you got a great point because they're not about like I feel like a lot of breweries right now. They're like it's a race to see how yeah. much beer they can put out. Like I'm a they gang, just doing it's quality. Two, it's, it's two for me. Yeah. It's Om Gang and it's uh Left Hand. Like we just I just mm-hmm. had Left Hand today. Left Hand and Om Gang. It's like I don't care how many brews y'all put out. When you drink my beer, you are gonna love it. Like it don't matter what style you like, you are gonna appreciate something about any beer we put out. And I think them two breweries right now are they my top. They my top two is F of consistency. Right. For, sure. for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's official, man. Coming in ten point one. Yeah, I know it's high. Yeah, they shit. always high. Yeah, gang, gang. Ninety nine. <laughs> Taking a nap at the four. Quad tastes more like a barley wine. It's got more like a kind of a barley wine taste. To yeah, it. Nice. A lot of yeah. Do we have the Do we have the sediment in it of the barley wines? Does it have a sediment? Let me see. Yeah, Let me see. That, he hasn't got that four down the can though. <laughs> The right. true, true. Uh, yeah, we'll see. Keep talking. That's keep true. talking. We'll get there. Keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> now with that 10% of you, right? Night, night. It's going to be night, night. So, Kev and Brandon, like, y- 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 y'all are obviously, y'all, y'all about the stouts. What um, what, what things do you guys um pair with it? Like, or what do you find that are your favorite things that you pair with the, with the uh, yeah, stouts? It, I know it might not matter, but. It don't even matter to me, bro. I, <laughs> if I want some with a nice, what did I have last night? I had like some some smoked salmon last mm-hmm. night, and there's a Untitled Art Bananas Foster Stout mm. Fire. Okay, no, I don't fire. think those two really go like together, but they like went for me. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that 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 doesn't go together. But I mean, no. if you want it, that's what you wanted. Then <laughs> that was my dessert. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There it is. Yeah. And you know, and you know how when they be saying bananas false, it just got a hint. It's just a hint. Mm-hmm. It tastes like beer. It's that beer. Was official. No, yeah, no, you, yeah you had it. That's that's banana foster. All it's a really really good, yeah yeah um, okay. Hell yeah yeah yeah. I, yeah, don't, yeah. I don't like bananas like that, and it's a really good beer. Yeah, nice. Okay, all right. Yeah. For a person that don't like bananas, I'm touche. You got that. Right. It's official. <laughs> sure. Mm-hmm. Yo, are y'all said there... uh, y'all y'all mentioned the beer, the brewery that y'all like before. I forget sure, the name. Yeah, we're um. That's in Alabama. How far is that from Atlanta? Two hours, but they they distribute wow, yeah. throughout Georgia as well. Oh, okay. good. Okay. They, they distribute them in Atlanta for sure. Okay. Like, okay. I was in Birmingham last weekend with my chick, and we went to the brewery, and I had some that they had just tapped, and then a week later, I saw it in stores here. Yeah. So okay. they, you their, taste- their distribution network is pretty efficient. It's pretty good. Right. Good. Okay. Dope. Dope. That's dope. All right. Um, I, I guess uh, I guess my question is in terms of I know you you like you said y'all are uh, building a plane in the air. Like so, what so what does I guess in three years what does, what do you want uh, draft season look like? Draft draft season look draft like? Season look like. Um, <laughs> it's both. It's a double entendre. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You good, yeah. Rob. You good, Rob. <laughs> Consistent growth. I mean, I I not won't necessarily say numbers, but to the point to where. It's, it's pretty much running itself. Um, mm-hmm. we, we have a, a consistent base where people know this time of year, this is when this happens, this time of year, that's what that, this happens. People don't even think about beer is really seasonal for the most yeah. part. Um, yeah. So we want, that was part of our business model is just to follow that or whatever. There's yeah. no need to reinvent the wheel. 
um, at all. Um, so yeah, just just doing that, of course, you know, doing numbers, obviously, um, and and expanding and and working with you know like-minded people in this industry. Like we, I don't think anyone knows what the craft beer industry is going to look like even two years from now. Right. Because there are a lot of people that have started breweries. We've seen all these numbers of, you know, this city has a hundred new breweries. This city has this and that. Half them breweries ain't going to last. You know yeah, what I mean? Right, like yeah, that's my right. business. Though. It's like opening a restaurant. Like, right. Yeah. right. You know what I mean? So, but then I, Brandon, at the same time, it's going to be 50 more breweries in each state that open up yep. as those ones close because right. restaurants is the same way. Like we think right. we can make, we can do it. We can do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. But it's about yeah, the beer. We, like when it comes down to small, it, it's Opening up this year, I think we got like this I year. small. We got like four or five opening up, so it's like, hey, right. people, yeah. want, they right open, and it's it's like uh, so many. Man, I, I never knew, <laughs> like it's a In lot Atlanta, of crazy. Yeah, I can and imagine me. Atlanta about the size of Delaware, so I can imagine. And the crazy <laughs> thing is, like you said, it's about having good beer. A lot of these folks have like good branding and 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 capital behind them, but mm. the beer is average trash right right or, or trash like, yeah you know what I mean? mm-hmm. so they last just a little bit longer <laughs> yeah that's right. exactly exactly it's very rare that i've seen and correct me if i'm wrong i know kev is way deeper in it than i am but that's very rare that i recall having a beer from a new brewery or a brewery that's not new but they've just expanded and made themselves available in atlanta and like it starts off bad and ends up getting good like right. pretty much it'll start off bad and end up being average and consistently average. It ain't mm-hmm. you dealing with their beer was you're like, oh, like oh this ain't it from the beginning. Right. Yeah, you're dealing with yeah. refined palettes from the beginning. So if you yes. come out the gate with something strong, strong you're be putting them let me but let me so ask you the, the let me ask you both from that perspective is to sell hookah and liquor at that point. But let me ask you let me ask you guys this y'all are y'all y'all said y'all are have bougie palettes. So y'all go into the new brewery, it tastes trash, it's not the best. Y'all it's in y'all's mind the next time you go, the next the next offering that they have Absolutely. is it, does it matter? Does that do you think that that subconscious is is matters to y'all? Oh, then they're going back. to an extent it's like, but if I'm right, going but you, back, they're, they're going back. They're, if they're, I'm going, they're going back. back. <laughs> if, was, if they mean, go back it wasn't trash then. No, but the thing is if you if if I do go back it's because I'm having an open mind. If I have something yeah. and it's not good, nine times out of right. ten, it's like it's gonna take people to be like, "Yo, that's go cool. try this." Trust me, you gotta right. try. Right. And I'll be okay. like, okay. "All right, like I'm gonna give it a try." <laughs> I got you, right? right. Yeah. I got you. And to right. get a little deeper into it, you know, fortunately for me, I'm in it where I can kind of follow behind certain brewers or certain brewmasters. So if I know yep. certain people, like. Um, I'm gonna tell my boy Arches, my boy Justin. You know what I mean? He's a brewer there. I know if Justin makes it, the Arches it's is official. gonna be good. I don't. So have you to, more you follow the I brewer more than the brewery. But but mm-hmm. but but that's when you kind of like refine yourself up, and that's what I yeah. Think. Right. Yeah. Like to go back to the analogy before when I first got the game, I was just buying mixtape. Now I'm at a point where I could actually have conversation with someone and know like okay, I know. Who the DJ is? I know who the right. Is. Similar, yeah. Exactly. I know who the DJ. I know who the brewer is. Boom! Right. I know what's gonna be a hit. I'll give you a perfect example. I know and this is nothing against these people. It's different lanes. I know a. If I'm never taking it back and date myself, 
I know um, a mixtape that's going to be like an old school funk flex mixtape where it's mixing, where it's going to be a who kid mixtape where it's just the music of the artist. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like it's mm-hmm. still a mixtape, but I come from an era where that DJ was mixing. He was doing blends. He was having his right. freestyles. You know right. what I mean? There was more to the mixtape than just basically another out an underground album of the artist. You know, so for me, mm-hmm. you know, and I think that's the thing for all the listeners out there. As you refine your palate and you learn more and you gain, you get to the point where you get to the point where I say, okay, well, who who's a brewer over there? Like mm-hmm. yep. right. Monday night. Yep. Monday night makes a stout. And you like styles, it's going to be good. It may not be mm-hmm. your favorite, but it's going to be good. You know what I mean? Gotcha. That's what I know gotcha. what Peter got going on over here. The same thing, but like I said with Dustin, he got this smoked beer where it actually has smoke smell. Like, you know, mm. when you're thinking, you think it's going to be real smoke, and you think it's not. You know? Mm-hmm. So those are the things that I think I want that. when you know the brewer, you know, like, oh, he got skills enough. Or if it's something like, I've never even heard of this guy before. Like, who is this person? I didn't say they're not good. But you know, there's some people that's more Belgian crafty, so they're really doing the real craft beer. They're not throwing chocolate and all the fancy stuff in it that is going to maybe get consumers to it, but maybe not adhering to the craft of it. But again, this is me talking from four or five years of getting in this game, and that's what I think is the really fun part of it. Is that like mm-hmm. I, I we're in, it honestly be transparent. Brandon said in an interview, and I almost look over like, "What you mean I'm in the industry?" Now think about it. Oh shit, I am in this. Industry, I do the same thing, Kevin. I do the I do the same thing. Literally, he said in the industry, right. I almost look over like, "Yo, you talking about me, bro?" Like, I mean, like, oh, I've been doing consulting, I've been working with these people. So, like, yeah, you. I guess you're right. I, I, cause I do know. Okay, well, who brewed that? Like, okay, that shit should be pretty good. Okay, well, who? Nah, let me taste it first. You know what I mean? Let's see what's going on. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. So eventually, you, we can that. we yeah. can start looking at uh, brewmasters, kind of like uh, like when chefs open up new restaurants in the different yeah. areas. Yeah, oh, I think right. so. I, think, I, I definitely think so, Rob. That's a great point. I definitely think so, because like he said, Kevin Kevin will taste everybody's beer, but if he knows the brewer, Brandon, you too. If you know the brewer, yeah. you are. I, I don't care what you make. I'm. T- I know this is what you I do. Know. I know you. Right. Yeah. I know you. I know your work. Break this this brewer is great at stouts. If he's great at styles and he makes a style, it's going to be good. Yeah. Yeah. Once you know your hop, once you, you know, like start looking at beers. But I would tell people when you get into beers, look at the hops that make that beer if they got it. Look at, like, I know I like Galaxy and Cashmere hops. I know that that's going to have mm-hmm. a flavor profile that I'm probably going to like. Mm-hmm. So I know if I taste that beer and it doesn't have what I consistently tasted over that, like, okay, something's wrong in this process or you did something different. Because I know from these hop profiles, I should be getting something juicy. Something dry, mm-hmm. something hazy, mm-hmm. something to that right. point. But it's gotcha. just like all of us in our craft, after three, four years of going to different breweries, trying different things, finding your favorites, you look back and you're like, oh, wow, like I actually do know what I'm talking about in this thing. Yeah. Like I said, Brad, that was a chin check. Like, oh, shit, I guess I have been in this thing like three years. And <laughs> I know that. And even for, you know, all of us, and then we put each other on the game. We say, like, so, you know, like how we're at this conversation now i'm hoping that everybody's like okay let me see what the hops in okay so i know when i yeah. like my beers up i i like chapacaya i like this i like that i like this they have one thing they have in common is this top you know what i mean so right. now i'm not looking for the fancy can you know what yeah. i'm saying I'm and that goes beyond thing. style that goes beyond styles too that's, like you can not, look not, for not, you can look for the, really the hops in, a, in all different types of styles turn around exactly. let, me mm-hmm. label. let me see i like that going on okay if you don't have those metrics or you, you you might be playing out here you just putting strawberry things in front of people and you trying to dance because you're mm-hmm. not speaking to us and 
Right. That's mm-hmm. number four. You and I can I can I get it. You trying to concierge people in, so you gotta put some fruit in it, but have that hot about the ABV, all the metrics that we're looking for. Because you know sometimes you buy beer and have the ABV on it. So it's like, right. hey, what is this? Like, what am I doing here? You know what I mean? Like, percent or thirty percent. I don't know what I'm drinking here. Why the fuck am I getting? I think the education that we start sharing, and that's why I love it. Like I said, the, the dopest thing Brandon said, it's like sneaky game and mixtape game in the 90s, man. We out here searching, digging, going through crates, hearing your friends' mixtape that you went to college with from some DJ that you never even heard of before. Yep, that's yep. the beauty of this, man. Let's get in it. All right. Um, all right. Um, any more questions for uh, Drell Nah, season? I never, I never nah. thought... I- I never thought of the mixtape like that. That's that's beautiful because it's the truth. <laughs> it's definitely the truth. There's nothing. It's, it's nothing. It's, chef, it's, it's because it's we gave the chef kiss on that. Moment. Yeah, yeah. Right. Like because I'm I'm from an era where where you looking for the mixtape and the guy got one and you like I gotta dub it and you bring your tape and he like oh I gave it to my friend. And you never hear from him or your, his friend again because he even kept it. And he's like, "Fuck it, I'm not dubbing this shit. I'm keeping it." And you never yep. ever hear it from it again. That's just how beer is. It's like, yo, Devin, I, I Devin drunk this beer, and he's like, "Oh, it was a sour slash IPA. I love it." And I go to the store to get that shit, and it's gone. I'm like, "What the? Can I get one, Devin?" Devin's like, "I drunk right. all mine. I'm sorry." And I'm like, <laughs> you, "You DM the, the the craft beer company, and you're like, yo, when y'all going make it again?'" They're like, "Bro, that's a one of one. We're done." You're like, "What? Like, what you mean?" Yep. And then the purple tape come out 30 years later, and you're like, "I don't even care anymore. I'm drinking all these other shits." You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. Cheers. Yeah. Well, that's crazy. That's crazy because yeah. they about to do that with this uh this beer is Black History shit too. Because if you don't get it by the end of February, it's right. going right. <laughs> right, it's out. You never, you may never get it again. Yeah. If you don't buy that trucker hat that they got on now, you may never yeah. get that yeah. shit again. Mm-hmm. It's a mixtape, <laughs> and twenty years later, somebody may have it. Right. It's there. Yeah, yeah. Kev. Yep. Right. Kev double Twice. bubbled on us. Kev double right. bubbled on us. <laughs> double, <laughs> double mint gum. Yeah, I think he got it like still photo at the. <laughs> Wow, he wanted, wow. he wanted to be on there twice. He, he's good. Wow, there he is. I mean, that really boils down to like the regional aspect of it, just because of how distribution distribution laws exactly, are. Exactly, exactly. Keeps it regional, which is mm-hmm. like, I mean, it sucks, but it's also great because I'm sure there's like a go-to in Delaware that's like everywhere you go. Like, okay, they don't have a good beer selection, but I know if they got this, then cool, I can drink that. Right. Here mm-hmm. in Atlanta, it's the same thing. Like, if mm-hmm. soft law basement or or creature comforts tropicalia but those if i go to la you ain't gonna see them either one they won't find them right right. and those are that's not underground that's like the dude that's going platinum in his hood you know what i mean (laughs) right right right. it's just it's a weird situation and it's to me i was having this conversation yesterday with a couple of the you know the homies from brutang like i don't know of any other business that's like this Mm, like honestly like that i can think of we're, we live in an information age where you can buy a house or a car online, but I can't buy right. what the beer yeah. in Chicago is online yeah. if I don't yeah. live in Illinois. Right, right, right. right. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's that's so crazy. Right. And why? And why has it always been this way? Like because the distribution companies are owned by families nine times out of ten. Yeah. Only it's like creating a new sneaker and trying to get on the shelf in Foot Locker. 
you got to bump somebody off. They're not building yep. a new product yeah. for you. So okay. it's yeah, the same yeah. thing with distribution companies. And nine times out of ten, it ain't too many of us that own these distribution companies. Right. So it's kind of like you got to get in where you fit in. Like you yep. got to show and prove yeah. to be able to have them take you on as a business. I mean, but at the same time, how can you show and prove when you can't get numbers if you can't get distributed? Get on the show. Right. <laughs> right. 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 So right. got to go from and that. And that's crazy. Store, like it could be store, bar to bar. Mm-hmm. You know, it's hustling out the trunk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, and, it, and it's like it could be a Chicago brewery that's great and that's popping in North Carolina, but they can't get their, their beer to North Carolina. So they can't sell their beer like they normally would in it. Right. And Chicago taste buds may not like it. Right. Like it, it could be as easy as that. Like Chicago may not like it, but they make brew in Chicago and mm-hmm. they people in North Carolina love it. And that's, the one thing like that's weird, like, like pizza, like bagels, like water is a huge part of making. Yes. Yo, we got the we got the best bread. We we think I think we have the best bread in America. Mm. Like our, and it's it's the water. It's definitely the water. I know a guy who I don't know him personally, but uh he moved <laughs> to he, he moved to Florida and he started shipping his bread from Philly just yeah. so, and he just serving it day old, like making his sandwiches yep. day with day old bread, just so mm-hmm. he could have that water because he was like, I just I can't make the bread the way that right. I grew up eating it. Yeah. So you're right, you're right. Yeah, the Philly rolls are shipped to California to make the Capriati subs there. Yeah, they shipped all Capriati. Yeah, I didn't know ship Philly Capriati. Yeah. Capriati. They don't get their rolls local. Yeah, they get them all from. It's all from Philly based. Uh, Philly based uh, bread bakeries. Bread, bread bakeries. If I'm not yep. mistaken, yep. Um, I think uh, Kev isn't Big Dave's. He ships his bread down. Big Dave's mm-hmm. is from Philly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right here. One of. So I, I tell I tell you a sidebar. Anybody from Philly that live that doesn't live in Philly that has sandwiches, they don't. They make their. They ship their bread. Everybody. Yeah, yeah my they, old they boss. They grew up with that sandwich. They and it's yeah, not my, the same. Yeah, my old boss. They from you know the. They all Italian. Um, her her dad's bread company. They just unfortunately closed it down, but they you know they know for their bread, man. They make some of the best bread in Philly. And then that same thing to bring it full circle. Yeah, beer is made beer. mostly water. water. So if yeah, the water is different, water. yeah, if mm-hmm. you're getting water from this lake, it's different from the water at, at this yeah. bay or whatever. Yeah. Yo, growing grow, growing up, did y'all? I mean, uh, from people that's close to Pennsylvania, like I grew up going with my uncle to actually to the spring lakes, getting drip, filling up water jugs. Like I don't know if anybody ever experienced oh, wow. that before, yeah, but yeah, I, I used to go. We always had our sewer system. Well, no, yeah, that, like, that's no, that's like that's really that's spring, right yes, yeah, yeah, spring water. I used to go with my wow. uncle Neil every. How far? Uh, how far? How far from Chester is that? Um, I wouldn't say too far. I would say within no. an hour. Within an go. hour, I yeah, like, go. yeah. I used to go with my uncle Neil all the time and fill up the spring water jugs and every. I mean, it would be it would be everybody cars, and this is spring lake Man. water. Yeah. Some Unless of the freshest water you can have. It was. Water. That was a yep. It was. Right yeah. It was clean. It was. Yep. <laughs> they talk like they talk like they miss it. They they sound like they miss it. Right. You was bougie as hell. You was bougie as hell where I came from. It's like no, 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 don't walk on the Get some from the jug right here. You know what I mean? We went to get some on that jug. Because we go to yep. Spring. We're close to Seven Springs where I live in Pittsburgh. You know what I'm saying? So okay. Right. Yeah. So, so you know, because I was where we was going in Pennsylvania. Yep. 
And we're all we're all of an age where yeah. bottled water was not a thing growing up. Wasn't a like, thing, right? Yeah, you you we didn't even boil your water. Well, yeah. no, we was getting it from the tap. We right. was getting it from the tap. I drunk from the tap. <laughs> I drink from the tap all the time. With a Brita, the water hose, yes, water yeah, hose. yeah, all that dirty as hell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and now, and now, you would you drink out of a hose right now? Yes, I would. I might still I drink out of a hose. <laughs> uh, unless I unless I just it walk through the me. desert. If I walk through the desert, me, I drink through a hose. Hey, look, if it ain't got you, to, then it won't kill me if now. It, if it didn't kill you, then it may kill you now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. This is I drink. Fact. I drink filter water. I drink from the filter. I mean, I drink yeah, filter. I exactly. Water. That's out, that's not out the tap then. Right. That's not <laughs> that's true. Definitely out the tap. tap. Right. No, it's not out the tap. If you're filtering it, you're filtering it again. It's not out the tap. That's like a Brita, bro. You got a Brita on your on your water bottle. It's right. technically at the tap. <laughs> <laughs> Not when it goes in your body. Right, because right. they filter they filter at the water plant too. They Yo, it's like it's like twenty too. brands well, that filter water. Yeah, they filter water. Right. There's a lot of um, brands that don't have spring water for sure. Yeah. All right, do we have any more questions? It was a broad, broad range of topics today. I thank you guys. I appreciate it. y'all brought us some things that we wouldn't even have thought. Oh, oh, I wouldn't have. Right. Thought of. I gotta, I gotta ask this question since these are hip hip hop heads. Um, so, uh, what's your top? Five uh, hip hop groups of all time. <laughs> groups, groups. Oh, yeah. This is an inside joke. It, 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 it ain't no inside joke. It ain't no inside joke. It ain't no inside joke. It's groups. It's groups, not not solos. It has to be groups. Duos and groups. Yeah, yeah. There you go. We can do duos. You can do duos. You can do duos. Wow, that's difficult. Uh, NWA. Okay. Okay. Wu Tang, okay, all right. Run DMC, mm-hmm. Public Enemy. Mm-hmm. I guess I would have to say Outkast. Nice, okay, okay. that's pretty good. Like honestly, rounded out real nice. It, it's a toss up between Outkast and A Ball and MJG. Nice. Mm. Yeah. I can see that too. I can see that too. Yeah. Especially yeah. when you went to, when you went to college. That's all y'all was listening to down in Atlanta. Yeah, a lot of that, a lot yeah. of that. Yeah, he was dope. Absolutely. They were dope back then. Kev, yeah. Kev bowed out of that question. Like, yeah, Kev took a sip. <laughs> Kev was like, "Let me get <laughs> my drink." Nah, bro. It's okay. So, with the top five hip hop groups, top five yeah, yeah, groups yeah. hit their duos. Uh, top five hip hop groups. I'm gonna go with um, NWA because they're influence. I'm gonna go with Public Enemy. Cause Chuck D is the dopest voice in hip hop. The conscious, in yes. History. Mm. I'm gonna go with Tribe Called Quest because they had mm. the grooviest shit. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. Enough. I like that. I'm gonna go with the Roots because they're the most unique mm. and innovative group of mm-hmm. all time. We see what type of hip hop be into. Um, yeah, conscious. He like shit. that. Like he like hearing the lyrics. You know yeah. what? And this is gonna. And I can't believe I'm about to say this shit. Maybe I've been in and too goddamn long. It should be Wu Tang. But goddamn, I fuck with Outkast a long way, man. And you know, what I'm gonna have to give Star them, have to give them both because I can't have a top five and not have Wu Tang and Outkast in that shit. Oh, okay. yeah. Mm-hmm. 
They tied for fifth. They tied for five. That duo stuff really messed it up because duo and group seem different than me. Listen, like, long as it's more than one person, I, 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 yeah, I feel like I feel like a duo is two in a group. So we would say Dungeon Family, okay, I'll say Dungeon Family. Then. You know, I'm saying we'll take a little bit of Goody Mob, we'll take a little bit of that. He took the whole, he took the whole family. Yeah, he, he went, he yeah. went, um, he just took the whole, whole Southwest. Yeah. Well, I mean, all right, Southwest Atlanta. Nice. Brandon, so, you hit the you hit the nail on the head. You was like, this sounds like an inside, yo, inside <laughs> joke or something. Last question. Last question. Okay. Brandon. Yeah. Is that shit growing like that for real in your beard, or is that die? That's, that's the birth part. <laughs> that's the birth that's, part. That's just how it grows. Oh shit. Not, right. I was about to say, can ain't no black man gonna die his yeah, I, I hope just, not nah right, let's nah, see, nah, nah, see Wesley Snipes for Demolition Man or some shit <laughs> right right right. Like, I feel like that's just, that's just natural sexiness right there it's just spewing out of him right. yeah I'm sure a lady or two that said hey what's up with your beer sir I'm uh, sure right, yeah. that's a common thing people thinking he got a little dust from me brush anything we can do to support y'all we let us know we'll be more than happy to help out for sure um uh, only one not only one degree of separation and now y'all know degrees of separation so exactly so yeah, yeah just keep, keep, keep spreading that. the word man to y'all audience we appreciate you having us on your platform for real Definitely. for real man and like i said we'll blast it out to our folks and all of that stuff um and yeah just tell folks man droughtseason.com you know pick up this mm -hmm. beer's black history collection i feel like it's it, we didn't know that you know mm -hmm beer advocate was going to do their thing and the cnn was going to post the the story on you know the 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 brewery found in ancient egypt and all of that so we had no idea we just knew the story right. needed to be told right so we just are are part of you know that whole situation man so we we appreciate everybody who has purchased gear um whether it be the drought season gear or the bears black history collection um and we hope that y'all continue to do so man tell a friend to tell a friend man we're trying to spread this thing worldwide Absolutely, I definitely want to go to Amsterdam and see uh, drought season. I'm like, yep, there it go. That's yep, in a, in a triple in a triple XL, Rob, in a triple XL. <laughs> no, I need that. <laughs> or they could be in a two X and just really spreading the word, really spreading the word. <laughs> Yo, really spreading the word. <laughs> Hilarious. Y'all crazy. Man. <laughs> <laughs> see, I, I was going to ask uh, how they could find you, but I think you you uh. You wrapped it up pretty yep, good. You told that. us that. He did that. That's that journalism in him. That's that journalism yes, in him right yes. there. Always on. Always yeah. on. <laughs> right. Always but, but, but there's also an IG page they can go to as well. Yeah, Drought Season. D-R-A-U-G-H-T Season on everything. On Twitter, Facebook, uh, Mihente, MySpace, anything y'all want to do. Go ahead. Wow. 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 Wow.
and listen to the podcast at Delaware on Grind on YouTube. Actually, on all streaming platforms now. Yeah, there we go. All right, congratulations, Nice, uh, Dev. Dev, you can find me on Instagram at Dev Drinks Craft Beer. That's what I do. Drink, drink, drink. <laughs> drink, drink, drink. Sundays, <laughs> Wednesdays, Thursdays. Oh, you got different any occasion. Oh yes, I do. Yes. So what are Sundays, Sundays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, all day. <laughs> <laughs> Those are for sure the three days of the week I drink. <laughs> Ain't no drought season for you. <laughs> no. <laughs> At all. no. It's definitely hitting about 40%. <laughs> Yes. Right. Uh, it's like they have an espaghetti or them lineups of, of cuisines uh, during the week that you must have. I must drink on those days. Don't ask me to do anything else. Like that. Oh, so, somebody did have. I, I'm sorry. Somebody had another question. They just posted another question for the guest. As business owners, have you guys thought about protecting yourself against larger corporations swooping in and purchasing your creation? I mean that that uh, the purpose of business is to buy and sell. So it's not even about you know protecting ourselves against larger corporations. I mean, obviously we have our, you know, our paperwork and all that stuff intact. No, you, what you do have to protect then is folks stealing, but people steal mm -hmm. any great idea. Mm -hmm. Like that's, right. the, that's right. part of the game. Like that's just mm -hmm. what it is. But yeah, I, I am will definitely sit down and listen to anybody with a, a checkbook and enough zeros behind uh, that offer to see what it is. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, right. We have, we have done the proper thing to trademark and to make yeah. sure that we're protecting our brand, working with lawyers and things like that. But in today's age, it's just difficult, just like rap, you know what I mean? Or anything like that is very hard, you know, when people put little twists on things to protect them to a full level. So I think the one thing is promoting your brand that people don't go to anonymous with and mm -hmm. who they need to talk to in order to you know, cut that check. And that's what I think we're right. doing a good job of with our brand is knowing that with the people that are synonymous with and we're championing this message for them, if anything, you got to leave check with us for anything. Yeah. You know, not only our brand, but anything in this game. This when, it comes to, when it comes right. to fashion, bootlegging is just part of the game. Right. Like, you, right. you just, that's just what it is, especially mm -hmm. in certain countries. Like, that's just, you can't get around it. It's impossible. Right. Every brand that you have in your closet, if they are successful, has been bootlegged at some point. That's you just what it is. Canal Street. You go to Canal Street and buy that thing you paid $500 for for 49 40 bucks. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Whatever you buy, trust me. Yo, I, it's, it, did you guys, did any of y'all watch the documentary on some of the, uh, you know, uh, like the, the main fashion people of New York that, you know, were obviously making their own brands from the, uh, or they taking the uh, the fabrics of oh, like yeah, MGM yeah, and Gucci and all of them. And they were trying to shut them down, but eventually now come full circle. Now some of those same people, like, uh, I forget my man's Dapper name, Dan. he worked for like Dapper, Dapper Dan. Dan, he worked Dapper for Gucci Dan. now. Um, and the the babe that got the daughter, uh, the, 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 the baby by, uh, Diddy, she worked for like MGM now. MCM, uh, MCM sorry, MCM. I didn't, I didn't yeah. see the doc, but I mean, shit, I, I lived it. I walked through all of them, the right, and, and just right. seeing what it is, man. I've seen, I've been with someone who worked for Jordan Brand, and we just mm -hmm. walked through uh, on Broadway back in the day. You know, New York on Broadway between like. It's 35th and 28th, it was baby. All the imposters. Yeah, dude, we walked <laughs> through all of them and they just trying to sell her Air Force Ones with Michael Jordan's face on the side. I'm like, it was like she works for Jordan. We were just seeing what they had. Like, let's just right. see. Like, right. that's the part of it. I got, I got so many stories from talking 
to people in the business about folks that it was like it would be purposeless to sue them. Like it's people that are making millions. Oh, right. yeah. like, if you mm -hmm. Google Adidas bootlegger in Orange County mm -hmm. and the story that pops up, it was a guy making millions bootlegging mm -hmm. adidas bootlegging mark echo bootlegging a bunch of different brands wow. and this is one of the few public stories it's just part of the game man that's yeah. what it is yeah. and then yeah. if, like you see an air force one with michael jordan on Wait. it like yeah. you're like that's exclusive though nobody got that shit <laughs> i'm, a, I'm <laughs> buying it like, you may buy it you gotta know what i don't know like I, I don't know i don't know if you want Kanasha, you buy an air, a, a air force one with air jordan on it and you go to oakland Maybe nobody got that as, as a sneakerhead. And if I saw somebody walking down the street, I'd be like, bro, really? Right. Oh, you would. Oh, you would. But then your but then your, your non-matching mind would be like, but he like it. So what what's that? What can I do? No, no. I take I take, I take pictures of, of Fugazi sneakers. Thought he was the freshest thing to step oh, out of the oh, yeah, he was, right. he was official. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, all that, all that. My mom went, mom went to New York and went shopping, came back, right? Oh, and he man. styled it. She's like, I got, really. I got your gear for the year for $45. Right, it right. should have cost me 3000 We good, right? <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> learned a little, yeah, you learn, you learn, you, yeah, you do learn when them imposters pop up, you know, you learn the little tricks and trades. I was in Asia, yeah. we went to New York for a field trip. And they had the Gucci watches and the Rolex. I just thought I laced my dad and my grandfather. Like, oh, I and I was like, yo, man, why won't he wear it, man? Why he like that? You know what I'm saying? Like, right, right. And I got older, I'm like, oh, that shit ticks. Yeah, right. Shit Wrist almost it. fell off. Right. Wrist <laughs> 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 off. Uh, That's funny. That's awesome. Uh, uh, it's almost over. I want to thank everybody for. Uh, oh, I forgot to tell. Uh, if you want to check out Bruising Banner podcast, you can check us out on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Uh, you can listen to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, anywhere you listen to podcasts. You can even say Alexa, play Bruising Banter because we are on Amazon Music. You can definitely watch this on Facebook uh, and also YouTube. Remember to smash that like button on YouTube to get us to a thousand subscriptions. Smash and um, subscribe. You can go to www.bruisingbanter and get the merch uh, that I got on right now. Bruising banter for sure. Yeah, uh, and if you want, and uh, and uh, definitely rate and review. Uh, that costs you that costs you nothing uh, on Apple mm -hmm. Podcasts or anywhere you listen to podcasts. That um, if you want to follow me, there, there it is. Rob, stay bruising on IG. There he is. Um, want to thank again Drought Season for coming on the podcast. Yo, our pleasure. Thank our you pleasure, very brothers. Much, guys, appreciate y'all. Right. Hey. 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 That's a picture. That's a picture of nice. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> there we are. Yeah. You that can't is, ask me on nobody platform you don't support. That's correct. Yeah, that's right. That's right. For sure. Thank this you, man. Is, yep. No absolutely. Problem. This has been episode 109 of Bruising Banter Podcast. Until next time. Peace. Have a good week, everyone. Bye. Peace, brothers. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Outro. 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 I just looked at my wrist. I got time today. Fuck it. I'm crossing the line today. The hate is so real. The love be fake. Be bumping their gums and bumping my tape. Don't go against me. They're asking my help. Go get out your feelings and get it yourself. I got to let you know what's up.